0: Time for one of our periodic visits with the town manager of Mansfield. We welcome back Ryan Aylesworth to see what's going on in the town of Mansfield. And hey, for starters, Ryan, I guess it's pretty warm up there. You have any uh, any any cooling centers open for the folks in Mansfield?
1: Good morning, Wayne. Hope you're doing well. Um, we do. We in fact, uh, in an effort to beat the heat, we open several cooling stations. We have our community center our public library and our senior center and, and our town hall kind of serves as a de facto fourth cooling center. You're certainly welcome to come into any of those spaces and try to take the edge off. You know, heat can can sneak up on anybody, unfortunately, and not everybody in New England has, uh, has air conditioning for sure. And so we definitely hope our, our residents and visitors will avail themselves of our facilities to stay cool.
0: Besides the heat, how's your summer been going and what else is new?
1: Oh, you know, it's been a very busy summer, uh, both uh, both as a family and in uh, a town hall. You know, we've been enjoying um, a lot of exploring. You know, fam- family fishing. Uh, our our kids are getting at that age where they just uh, they love to be on the water, which is which is great to see. You know, certainly something I grew up doing, and uh, and just busy with camps and scouts and, and all sorts of that good stuff. But but definitely no shortage of things going on at town hall.
0: Brian, the last time we spoke, you were rolling out American Rescue Plan relief projects. How are those going on in Mansfield?
1: Very busy and very well. Uh, we actually recently launched a, uh, a relief program for our local businesses, our small local businesses. Um, we, uh, we set aside several hundred thousand dollars to provide grants to local businesses that had been negatively impacted by the pandemic. And uh we tried to make uh easy and and straightforward for businesses to apply for that. Um generally speaking the the maximum awards that we gave out were about ten thousand dollars. But uh we helped uh about twenty businesses in the process of doing that and uh the program seems to have been very well received and uh with some of the monies that we hadn't appropriated yet, uh we're gonna probably do a second round. Uh so we hope to help more local businesses through that same program and um along similar lines uh, we'd also done a relief program for individuals and households that have been you know going through tough economic times as a result of the the pandemic and that program is still open we continue to support uh families in need um, otherwise uh I mean it really runs the gamut. We have, uh, you know, self-contained privacy pods going in at the public library, uh, trying to help folks that need a, a private place, a quiet space to, you know, maybe conduct uh, an interview, uh, attend a class or, you know, a secluded study space. Um, you know, we're trying to expand public Wi-Fi throughout town, recognizing that not everybody can afford to have internet service at home. Uh, We're providing grants to local social service agencies. We're putting in electric vehicle charging stations. We're doing health and safety upgrades to a a wide range of town buildings so that we're, you know, better prepared for the current ongoing pandemic or anything else that may come along the the pike uh, as far as a public health crisis down the road. Uh, We're improving our roads. We're trying to invest in affordable housing. Uh, we're trying to do a lot with the with the $7.5 million of federal funds that we've been fortunate to receive and uh, hope to report on additional successes uh, when I'm back on your program.
0: There's a lot to chew on there. And um, talking about the roads, are there certain roads that you're going to be uh, highlighting in the next couple of weeks that are going to be getting redone that might affect people's travel plans?
1: So a lot of the work uh, for this season is is winding down, so uh, that that may be welcome news for for residents that have experienced some delays. Um, but uh, we're going to be gearing up for for more projects, you know, designing more projects um, for next for next year and in the coming months. But uh, in the last several weeks, uh, we we resurfaced Anton Road and Westgate Lane. Uh, let's see, Baxter Road, uh, Rockbridge Road a section of North Eagleville Road, um, and a variety of other residential streets. So we've we've definitely been busy.
0: I'm also intrigued by that town-wide Wi-Fi plan. Would the ultimate goal be that Wi-Fi would be available to the entire town, or are you just talking about some central hotspots like downtown stores?
1: So as far as public Wi-Fi locations, you know, we're really trying to expand the, the number of locations as well as, you know, the signal strength at those locations. So um, not just, say, outside the community center or town hall or the library, but, you know, Bicentennial Park and uh, lots of other places that people may go and maybe while their kids are playing, you know, they have an opportunity to update their resume or, you know, send in a cover letter for a job or whatever the case may be. So we, we really want it to be widely available and uh, with, with a strong enough uh, strength that people can, can sit wherever they're comfortable.
0: And I'm curious about this American Rescue Plan relief money. Does this just come in one big check with a bunch of zeros after it? Do they send it in bits and pieces? How does that work?
1: Right. So we actually receive uh, two installments. The the term for each of those is called a tranche. So uh, we received half the funding last August, and uh, probably uh, any day now we expect to receive the, the, the second half of the funding. So uh, around 3.7, 3.8 million dollars. So we'll have received our full seven and a half million dollar uh, allocation as a town probably by the end of this month. And uh, as you can appreciate, you know, it's uh, it's not just about investing those funds or spending those funds. Uh, there's a lot of reporting that has to be done on those funds. You know, the federal government and, and state department of revenue want to make sure that you're uh, using those funds uh, as you said you would. And so we're we're, we're gearing up for. For the work that that entails, uh, there's an old adage I've always liked, you know, if you want to do some good in this world, you must first do some paperwork, and that's definitely the case here.
0: What was that word? Trunch? Can you spell that for me?
1: Yeah, trunch. That's right. It's
0: <laughs> this, this, like rhymes with lunch. Would it be T-R-U-N? I've never heard that word before. Oh, T-R-U-N-C-H?
1: Yeah, T-R-A-N-C-H. Uh, H-E. Yeah, tranche. Yeah. yeah,
0: I don't ask how to spell things too often on our morning show interviews here. UConn students will be wandering back to campus pretty soon. Does the town of Mansfield do anything special to prepare for that?
1: Uh, yeah, we'll be um, actually uh, holding our, our you know uh, most recent meeting with our partners at UConn next week. Um, we have ongoing discussions, uh, you know, town and UConn officials, and a lot of the focus uh, for next week's meeting will, will definitely be on upcoming move in dates. Um the the nineteenth through the twenty first is uh the time period where a lot of uh, our uh, our commuting students, the students that live off campus, um, will be coming into town and, and that can be undergraduates and graduate students and then of course uh the twenty sixth through the twenty eighth um for the students that live on campus and, and of course a lot of the um, the freshmen have families that come because it's an exciting time um you know they 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 fill up the town and fill up our roads so it'll definitely be a busy busy period uh, as far as traffic uh in, in downtown stores in particular and and one ninety five um but uh you know we we as uh local officials you know we have a presence at uh the yukon uh, weekend of welcome uh, wow as it's called uh that's an event for undergraduates and graduate students uh and we distribute information about the downtown and about Mansfield in general so that people have a better sense of uh what what you know larger community they're becoming a part of uh when they become a UConn student. So we're we're definitely excited to be seeing uh students come back to campus during during the pandemic, you know, it's a very different scene and so things uh are certainly returning more to normal. Uh it just creates such a positive energy in our community. In our resident trooper office, um you know, they've been great about developing a partnership over the years with the uh, the University Life uh, folks at UConn. They make, you know, personal visits to, to students living off, off campus, uh, help making sure that they know about town services, but also how to be good neighbors. You know, for some kids, this is definitely a, a major shift in terms of, uh, you know, where they live and how they live, and there's an acclimation period that, that goes along with that. And uh, we, we definitely want to set the students up for success and help make it easier for, for homeowners in our residential neighborhoods to, um, to have good relations with the students that, that may be renting there.
0: When the students come back, it certainly changes the demographics of the town of Mansfield. And you touched on the pandemic. And I'm wondering, what kind of communications are you having at this point before the students come back regarding COVID, COVID protocol? Mansfield had 13 new cases in the last seven days.
1: Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, you know, it's definitely uh, it hasn't gone away. You know, as I'm sure you're well aware, you know, the new uh, BA5 um, you know subvariant, uh, that, you know, the prevalence has increased significantly in the past weeks. I believe um, I read that it, uh, statewide. Anyway, it's about three quarters of the cases uh, in Connecticut, and uh, and certainly in our area and in Mansfield specifically, it's resulted in a. Uh, you know, basically a steady increase, a steady uh, trend of increase uh, over the past few weeks. Um, I believe uh, latest data I saw, we have a case count of 21 cases. Which uh, the good news is, that's a lot less than it was uh, at some of the higher points. But uh, we still have to be mindful, and we still have to make sure that uh, we emphasize the importance of getting vaccinated, making yourself available for first and second boosters if you're eligible. And uh, of course, you know, and then this seems to go without saying, but uh, if you don't feel well, you know, please please stay home and, and get tested. You know, don't expose others to, to what you might have.
0: Ryan, what else are you working on that you're going to roll out in the fall?
1: So, uh, just in terms of the near future, you know, we have a state primary coming up uh, next Tuesday. And so, uh, obviously, we hope that our registered voters will, will get out and vote and participate in the democratic process so at each of our. Four polling places um, this will be the second year that we've offered the Mansfield local government Academy um, I know I talked about this program in the past uh, we launched it last fall this year it'll start September fifteenth uh, last year we offered it as a, a ten session program and we're actually uh, expanding it to a twelve session program this year bringing in some topics and themes that last year's uh, participants said they'd really like to to learn about and so uh, we're we're beefing it up and it's a free program and food's provided. Uh we we're targeting about 20 participants. So definitely encourage anybody who has interest in learning all about uh our local government, the services we provide, um you know everything from our municipal departments to volunteer opportunities on boards and committees uh to take part in the program. I think it's just a great way for people, even people that have lived in town for many many years to to learn more about uh what uh what happens in our local government. And um so uh, otherwise, geez, you know, that's such an open ended question. We have so much that we're doing this fall. We'll be wrapping up a uh a town wide facilities study. Um we've been working on that for the better part of a year trying to figure out Basically, how to optimize our town facilities? Trying to figure out, you know, what buildings, uh, many of which or most of which are, are frankly quite old, and um, and we're kind of busting at the seams. You know, what buildings lend themselves to renovations? Uh, what new facilities we may need? Um, we'll be launching what we're calling a neighborhood stabilization plan. Um, this is uh, for the Hunting Lodge Road area, kind of the northwestern part of town. Um, as I know, you know, Wayne, you know that region of town over the last generation or so has seen a lot of change in terms of uh you know uh going moving away from single family homes with families to uh, student rentals and that's had a lot of impact uh on the neighborhood and uh with our opening of a new elementary school and, and the future closing of uh Goodwin elementary school there it's gonna have some impacts on just the feel of that area and so Uh, We want to make sure that we plan for the future, and we do a lot of public engagement around that so that, you know, we we understand uh, what the residents' vision is for that part of our community. Uh, Like I said, lots and lots going on. We're also doing a a Parks and Recreation Master Plan, kind of visioning what the future of Mansfield Parks and Recreation will be for the next 10 or 20 years. We're achieving recertification as a sustainable community uh, through sustainable CT uh we're managing um planned development uh, commercial and economic development in the four corners area and other parts of town where there seems to be you know there's always been talk for years of uh, a lot of new economic development um in that part of town but uh, in the four corners that is um and we're actually seeing it come to fruition a lot of applications now going through planning and zoning and um so um i think a lot of what people anticipated uh, over the last 10 or 20 years is finally being actualized and so It's a lot to manage, it's a lot to be excited about, and we're definitely going to stay busy.
0: And you touched on the new Mansfield Elementary School. How's that project progressing?
1: It's very exciting, you know, to see the school take shape and, and, you know, just the progress that's made on a daily basis. Uh, I know I've mentioned on the program in the past that it'll be the first net zero public school constructed in Connecticut. Um, We're very, very excited about that, you know, because this community has a long track record of a uh, commitment to sustainability, and uh, right now um, there's uh, siding being hung, uh, both epay, which is an incredibly hard and durable wood that lasts for a hundred years, and and zinc, and all the windows uh, are are going up, and um, basically uh, exterior walkways and landscaping is also going in. I think the. Probably the most visually apparent thing that's happening right now is the demolition of Southeast School, the old school on the site. Uh, that's that's taking place, and um, during this drought, it's unfortunately uh, been been a bit of a challenge for the crews to manage the that the demolition is uh, is causing. But uh, they're trying to stay on top of that and make sure everybody in the neighborhood. Uh, stays happy, Um, but uh, probably the biggest challenge we have right now is kind of the master heating and cooling unit. Um, It's called the DOAS unit, a dedicated outside air system. Uh, That's been delayed through supply chain issues, and that's something we really would have liked to have already had in the building while this construction is going on so that you can better control and more easily control um, temperature and humidity and and things like that because uh, if you have challenges with heat and humidity, um, all the interior finishing and cabinetry and, and things that you're putting in everything has to go a little bit slower and a little bit harder to manage but um, we uh, we still anticipate that the uh, the project will be finished uh, this fall um, you know it's still a long ways to go but uh, we continue to be optimistic that we'll be opening the doors to students uh, in, um, in in mid or late fall and uh, in the near future you know uh, the, the plans that the school district has put in place for bringing in furnishings, you know their move plan for furnishings and and you know getting teachers uh, set up in their in their classrooms. Um, you know that'll all be going into place. but uh, I should probably just say you know just in case anybody um, thinks that town officials and school officials uh, don't recognize the challenge that operating two elementary schools, uh, Vinton and Goodwin, for a period of time while the new school is still being completed. Uh, we definitely fully recognize that we know that especially for parents with kids multiple kids different ages and but that are in elementary school that now will have uh, children going to a couple of different schools where they're accustomed to going to the same school that you know this this will be a challenge and i'm a, i uh personally in that boat i have two kids that have been going to the same school that now for a period of time because they're in different grades um you know they'll be headed in different directions and uh you know, logistically it'll be challenging and emotionally it'll be challenging, but you know, the new school is going to be worth the wait. We're really, really excited about where Mansfield Elementary School is, you know, how that project's progressing, and uh, really excited to be getting that facility open this fall.
0: A lot of good things going on in the town of Mansfield, and thank you for the update, Ryan.
1: Thank you, Wayne, anytime.
0: It's our favorite Yankee fan, Ryan Aylesworth, the town manager of Mansfield on 14 WILI Willimanic and 95.3 FM.